Welcome to another episode of Anti-Everything, where we talk anti-everything, or rather, I talk anti-everything, or what have you. Someone asked me, why did you call it anti-everything? And honestly, I thought the name sounded cool. I mean, there's no direct connection with it, I guess. Whatever, I just liked it, whatever. I just do shit on the whim, I don't know. At any rate, this episode is going to be so unpopular, like... I already know. Nobody's going to freaking listen to it. Even if you listen to it, you're going to bail out really quickly. Uh, you know, it's some uh, terrible... Uh, I'm sorry, I just got a WhatsApp from a friend of mine at 1.05am. I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, uh, this episode is going to be extremely unpopular, but I just hope you can hear... Um, the positive nature behind what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying these things to be controversial or different or going against the grain or anything. It's something I truly have um, pondered upon and thought about over years, years of this. And this is like my very rare time that I share this with anyone else start off with one word propaganda Um, propaganda is something in my opinion I don't think a lot of people really understand the impact of it's all around us I mean movie music Books, articles, it's an airy genre, it's it's a very effective tool, the powers to be, whom you will know who I think that is over time, y- use, a very effective tool. So I just want to drop a, uh, a definition of the word propaganda, all right? So, information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. All right. I'm sure everyone kind of understands the definition, but I think it's a very hard time for people to apply it to their everyday living. And I will even go as I'm going there, whatever. I wasn't going to go there, but I'm going there. Black people, my black folks. We have such a difficult time. And for me, it's obvious. And so sometimes I have to step back for myself and like, okay, it's not obvious to everybody, right? And, and so, and, and I get that. But where should we start? I'm going to start television. Right, y'all remember back in the eighties and nineties, you know, where we make jokes about it now, where oh, the black man died first, right, or the black man playing the sidekick, he's a flamboyant. Oh hell no, 
kind of guy, right? In the movies, where while he pretty much played a bad boy to Arnold Schwarzenegger or Chuck Doris or whomever, Bruce Willis. He's the comic relief. He's the one that's taking the bullet. Okay, now you go ahead and you go do that now. You know, kind of guy. Even back to even closer to the rush hours, you know, how Chris Tucker was just this goofball screw up of a guy where Jackie Chan, you know, who's Chinese, if he's not Chinese, he's, um, I'm not sure. Again, if they're wrong, if that's wrong, I apologize. But, uh, Jackie Chan, he's a serious, you know, taking everything serious, ass kicker, where Chris Tucker's, that kind of guy. And while we laugh and joke and it's funny, or you have the black woman sassy and, you know, I don't need a man kind of vibe and rolling her neck and all this kind of stuff. We laugh and we kiki about it or what have you, but, we don't realize years of that, like just years of that imagery, that propaganda as if this is how black people behave or this is how all black people act. And not even to say those things are bad, but it creates a, um, a mystique or aura or, or falsehood um, surrounding those particular uh, archetypes, it's a ritual essentially. It's, it's it's a ritual based kind of propaganda, and seeing that for years and years and years, or you they see the film in Germany or or whatever, or you know another country to where they may not see black people that often, they would get the imagery that that's what black people. That's how they are. And not to say that's even good or bad, not even going there, but, you know, th- like these, these, these movie directors and these screenwriters and these, these corporate guys in Hollywood, they understand the power of propaganda. They can push so many narratives, um, <clears throat> with propaganda. I even think when, you know, you see like in the movies when the white girl falls, you know, we, we laugh about that, you know, like we all, uh, but she fought it off, but that's a reason they keep showing that imagery. Um, and I'm not going to go into why, cause that'll just lead down a, a rabbit hole, but Hollywood doesn't do anything without rituals, which is used for a propaganda, um, towards something or someone or some group. It's the same thing in music. And I, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, the, the, the music, don't get me wrong. I listen to hip hop, I listen to trap music. I do. I, I can't say I don't. But just because I do, they don't blind me to the propaganda of it all. We don't own hip hop anymore. And I wish we understand that we don't own hip hop anymore. We did back in the eighties and and nineties, but it's it switched towards the night like ninety early nineties. It started to switch because they realized that natural raw talent that we had could be used to inst- 
I hate to say enslaved. That sounds so dramatic. So I'm not going to be saying slave because that's, um, I think that's disrespectful to, you know, people who are actually slaves. But, um, how it's used, however, for propaganda to, um, I'm trying to find a better word than slave. Jesus, this is a thing coming to my mind right now. Uh, used to entrap the minds, there we go, of, of a group of people. And we don't own hip hop anymore. You know, white men, Jewish men own hip hop. You have some certain moguls out there like Jay Z or Sean Combs. I refuse to call him Puffy. I just, as a grown man, I just don't want to call him that. It's just a thing. Um, so certain people, you know, they they kind of, you know, got that on lock, but you know, but for the most part, ninety eight percent do not. And these guys can't put out music they want. They can't do certain things. They are. They are a stronghold. They are tied down by the record labels who are owned by white men. So, and, and we all know the propaganda that hip hop spreads. Like, I don't care how you want to form it. I don't care what think piece you can come about. I don't care how you can relate it to whatever. Inherently, hip hop lyrically is massively negative. You can't escape that. I mean, I'm not going to go into the whys. That'll lead me down a whole other episode. And again, I listen to it, so why fuck me, right? But it's inherently negative. And I have the ability, however, to enjoy something, but also see how it's detrimental to a group of people, especially young minds. Again, this is not some kind of you know, stance for yay or nay, because I don't even play that game. But let's just call it what it is without the emotions and tied to it, right? That's what it is. But the propaganda in it, you know, it 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 shapes lives. I know that may sound dramatic, but it does. And the record label, they know that. They 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 know they they, they know it is a roadmap for minds for 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 the younger minds who's susceptible, who has no role models. Again, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but we all kind of know, but it is um a smear campaign, it's a propaganda campaign. Um, and we can discuss that at a later time. Um, just saying that to say, you know, it's all over the place, um, the, the propaganda. And <clears throat> that, that leads me to Black Lives Matter. Now, disclaimer, I'm not speaking ill against Black Lives Matter. Matter. I, if you're that person to do those things, I believe it's a necessary thing to do. You do them. You know, I, I, I will never speak against them. I will support them in my own way. <laughs> Not marching and holding signs, but in, if they need some money, right? Um, so it's not a smear campaign against them because they're doing things that I'm not willing to do. So I can't, you know, shit on them essentially. <clears throat> but however, that does not 
negate the fact that I personally see major holes in the whole thing kind of thing, right? And I'll explain a little bit more with that. So, right. I never really played chess. So my daughter, who at the time was, I think, around like nine or eight, joined the chess club, whatever. So obviously I have to learn how to play chess because, you know, I have to support her and practice with her. So, you know, I let her show me the basics. But then I kind of went on my own, bought a chess board and kind of learned how to play chess. And in chess, I quickly learned that in order to win, you have to lose. In order to win, you must sacrifice. Um, you must sacrifice your pieces for the greater good. Um, and people say chess is like a metaphor to life. I don't see that deeply. Maybe I'm not that into it or what have you. But I do see where it can come. Uh, it can come into effect because it's always dangerous when your opponent gives you something to fight. And what I mean is that if I'm playing like my daughter in chess. She will sacrifice. She will like throw her rook out there or her knight or her bishop. Right. In a way to where I really she wants me to see it as a true threat. Right. So she wants me to strategize on my end to defeat the giving the, the given opponent. Which is the bishop, the rook, or the knight. While the whole time, she has another piece that's waiting in the shadows. So, I spend all of my time and efforts and moves trying to negate this attack from this given enemy. Whilst, that word whilst is so dope. Like, I don't know if they only use it in like England or Britain or whatever. Whilst that make you just sound like you finna say something that's worth a damn, right? So whilst I'm strategizing to to um to defeat her given enemy, she has another strategy behind that. So I'm focused on one enemy that she gave me, which is essentially taking me out of the game. And I feel like with Maybe I shouldn't say Black Lives Matter. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's just very narrow. But on the greater scale, um, that that's what I believe happens. I I think that the powers to be gives us oppor- give us opportunities to defeat an enemy that they chose to give us because victory is has defeated us essentially like like when you claim victory that removes your fight naturally right so when a boxer is fighting he knocks the guy down he has no reason to square up he has no reason to be tense he he let his guard down obviously because he has won and so it's a, it's a very masterful strategy actually like 
yeah, the powers to be suck ass and all that good stuff, but their mechanisms and their and their tools and the way they do things is so meticulous that it's actually impressive. Not what they're doing, but how they're doing it is so impressive because we all fall for it. So I really believe that they they and then the victory is so minimal that it's, it's insulting almost. Um, like you know, with the police shootings and and these these other issues, I, I even go back to the civil rights era again. I what those guys and and the women did. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like they sacrificed them li- their lives, and it's much appreciate appreciated. They did it so much so I can talk the crap I'm talking right now, right? So again, shout out to all my freedom fighters and all those guys in the civil rights era, right? But however, let's think about this realistically. You know, uh, yes, we were oppressed. Right, right, for multiple reasons and voting and pay and education and you just name it, right? Human decency, you just name it. And those were get our get those represent our giving our, our given enemy was those things. And so these guys did all of those things to overcome them, but what was the result? The result was now we're just able to be closer to equal as humans. You get that? And then so when we now we can go to the diners now. Now we can go and shop where they shop and get their educations and living and being in hotels and living in neighborhoods. But each one of those things are only aiding them, essentially. Before we had, and I don't have the name on it of it right now, but we had resorts um, that was just black owned. And again, not to say that segregation was good or bad. I'm not going there. But we had resorts and we had land. Um, um, uh, I forget the name of this town. Uh, it escapes me right now. But we had land and property and all those kind of things. But then when we desegregated, it was pretty much saying like, okay, okay, fine. Okay, fine. You guys marched and you made a point. Now you can eat where we eat. You're welcome. You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's not like you won something worth a damn. You just won to be created, to be treated almost equal. And so when it comes to this, to, to what's going on now and the happenings now and the, the marching and this and this and this and that, and da, 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 you know, with Trayvon Martin, you know, the whole thing was the Black Lives Matter was only saying, hey, a black kid died, do a proper investigation. We matter. Do you know that's like what it was? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we were just saying, hey, do the due process. Don't don't not do it because he's black. Because black lives matter too. 
do a proper investigation. So all of the the marching we did about Trayvon, um, you know, the young king Trayvon and all that stuff was only saying, hey, hey, give us the bare minimum. They're like, oh, my God, fine, fine. We'll do our basic civil duty and do the job we're supposed to do. And they were like, then whatever laws got changed and whatever things got changed, it was like, yeah, we did it, right? Still negating the fact about the economic gap between blacks and whites and uh, poverty and, and all of these things. They give us these, and that's why we, we, we got these, these shootings and these things happen all the time, but that's why they feed it to us every so often. And then with the, when, when the, the perpetrators get arrested or what have you, we claim in victory. We like, yeah, then you'll get one or two laws changed or whatever. You know what I mean? And then it's like, ah, yeah. Wow. The puppet master on top. Like, yeah, they, they took their rook. Yeah. They fell for that trick. You know, that's how, that's how, that's how I feel. That's what I feel is going on right now when it comes to <clears throat> the the protests and all of those things because we're fighting, in my opinion, the lesser. And you know, in video games, when you know, like let's say you're playing Mario, right? I'm gonna throw it back to Mario. So Bowser is the top dog, like that's the the final boss. But before you get to Bowser, you gotta. You know, you'll spend two or three days battling these other little, you know, um, minor bosses. And that's what I think we're, you know, is happening with us. It's like we're not taking it to the head, essentially. You know, we're, we're, we're trimming the branches. And then when we trim one, we're like, yay, we did it. While the other branches are sitting high and pretty. Um, but again, it's about propaganda. It's about the games they play, the things they show us on TV. Like, it's funny how our outrage is only predicated on the coverage they give it. Right? We didn't know Trayvon, the, the Trayvon death happened months and months before we I don't want to be dramatic. Maybe a couple of months before we found out about it, and the news covered it, was like, "Oh my god, can you believe this?" And we all was like, "Oh, so our outrage is really predicated on how they spin a story and how they deliver it to you, right? How they deliver it to you." And again, <laughs> I have my theories about that the delivery system of all of this trauma towards black people. It's a wild one. That's probably my next episode. That that's gonna be a wild one. Um whatever. So um right, so propaganda and it's it's such a dangerous thing that I don't think we take serious enough. Um for multiple reasons. I mean we got listen, you know, we are not third right up at work. You know what I'm saying? We got two no calls, no shows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rent knocking on your door, your little snotty no kid. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot going on and I understand that that we can't sometimes be as um cavalier and free with our attention to to focus on those things. But however, I think the the lack of doing it is more impactful. Um, 
the the results of not doing it is more impactful. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of unlearning we have to do. I'm still doing a bunch of unlearning, but it's a lot of unlearning we have to do. And I'm not saying that from a place of, you know, you know, listen to me, I'm I know what the fucking answer because you know, my fucking light bill due tomorrow and I'm like, God, pay that shit. Don't listen to me. Listen, don't listen to anybody who <laughs> trying to figure out how to go pay their rent. Like that, listen, listen. You know what I'm saying? Do you essentially like my host is just just, you know, pay attention to extra little things out there and uh how things affect your emotions and and <clears throat> sometimes I think it's hard for us to see past our nose. To to to, to you know, remember, we don't know anything essentially. You know what I'm saying? Like when B.O.B. was like, the earth's flat. People, you know, oh, he's stupid. The earth's round. How the fuck you know? We don't fucking know. We know what we're told. It's very little that we know. The word know is a very powerful word. Most things we think we know, we don't know. We just we just learned or heard from it from someone whom we deemed more smart in that more smart. That that sounds so terrible. More smart. Who's smarter in a field? So don't say you know the earth is round. You don't know. Again, I'm not saying either way. But you don't, so be careful saying what you know. You know, it's a dangerous thing. If you say you know something, you're essentially blocking yourself from any other possibility of truth. Um, but whatever, right? How the fuck I got there? I don't even remember. What else am I? What? Pineapples? I don't know. Listen, I don't take notes for these things. Like, I try, but it's just stupid. It feels contrived and it feels like it's too being too, it's like, you planning it too much, and I don't want to. I don't want this to be like a thing, you know. I don't. I don't want to be like a fucking intellectual. No, no, no. I'm just fucking talking. Like I'm literally laying on the couch right now. What time it is. It's literally what time it is. Oh Lord. So I have an I have an analog <laughs> clock, which I can obviously read an analog clock, but. You gotta take an extra few seconds to kinda, you know, okay, that says 132 opposed to a digital whatever. So, you know, it's 132 in the morning. And, um, so I'm just sitting here just talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta go to bed soon. I gotta work in the morning. Do I? Yeah, I work tomorrow. I work in the morning. I'm just talking, you know what I'm saying? Just, just talking and, and hopefully, you know, I like to talk about these things. Okay, this is enough for me about one day. But the point is, guys, propaganda, pay attention to it. It's very, very important that we do. It impacts our lives every day. It it, it attacks our perception of reality. You may find yourself hating something. You don't know why. By finding yourself loving something, you don't know why. It's, 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 it's the propaganda of it all. Very powerful tool. Um, used on, used by the initiate, initiated on those who are not initiated. So fucking initiate yourself. Think a little bit harder about things. See past your nose. Question shit. Don't let shit just be like, you know, this is true. You be like, okay. It's so many lies we purchased. Like we have a closet full of lies. That we bought because it's comforting and it sounds like it makes sense. Anyway, guys, I'm fucking going to bed now. 
Good night again. Stay anti everything. Again, I don't know what that means. Peace.